Hello and welcome to Lit with Meredith. I am your host, Meredith, and today I am joined by Sage to discuss Gone Girl. Welcome, Sage. Hello. So, first question, why did you choose this book? So, I chose this book because my favorite types of books to read are, like, mysterious, like, thriller Mm -hmm. books. Like, I remember during my class last year, we read In Cold Blood. Mm. and that like ever since then like I feel like I've just been most interested in like thriller books Mm -hmm. and this book definitely was a thriller like it was like a mystery about like a woman who disappeared and they were finding out who like murdered her like what happened to her and so I just thought it would be really interesting to read about that yeah do you think it's sometimes hard to capture thrillers in books? Yeah, definitely. Like, there, there's so much pacing that's required in a thriller, like keeping people on the edge of their mm-hmm. seat. When we watch those movies, we're like anticipating things and our adrenaline is rushing. Um, are there books that you like that come to mind when you think of this is something they did really well? Definitely. I think um, in movies, it's definitely easier because uh, you can like provide music. And, like, music Mm -hmm. is definitely, like, big into, like, scary moments or, like, setting the tone. And so in, like, books, I feel like that's harder. But I think in this book that um, Jillian definitely did a great job of, like, capturing those moments. I'm not sure. I'm not, like, familiar with many other books, I feel like, that. But I definitely think in this book, she, like, always had us wondering like what will happen lots of cliffhangers yeah. in terms of like ending chapters with you know open-ended mm-hmm. the parts oh, too. like yeah splitting it up into two parts definitely the first part had mm-hmm. a way different tone than the second part which was really interesting something i like what what did you um identify as some of like the major themes in this book So some of the major themes I would have to say were like revenge and like manipulation Mm -hmm. and dishonesty because like in this book, um, the husband, Nick, cheated, had an affair on his wife, Amy, and that is Mm -hmm. what like set her off to disappear and hide from him and make him and frame him for her murder. So Mm. definitely manipulation um, dishonesty. There's a lot of lying to each other. They definitely both felt trapped, but didn't know like what to do about it. Yeah. And yeah, they described, it was interesting in the beginning of the book. Um, so Amy had this diary and she would write about how she felt about Nick. And it was kind of like a third person in a way. And, Mm -hmm. um, how they like, saw each other was really interesting like Nick described her as like very stubborn and needy and she described him like in her diary as really aggressive and moody and threatening and so it's just interesting how like this married couple like perceived each other and then like how they just manipulated each other and she framed a murder against him yeah it's interesting one of the questions is how does the way the characters see themselves differ from how others see them? Um, 
And so we have Nick and Amy, and they have these perceptions of each other. But how do they kind of perceive themselves? I think they both. Well, Amy is a psychopath. <laughs> She's crazy. Yes. Like she ended up murdering her ex where mm. she's like hit at his house Spoiler yeah <laughs> and um yeah i think definitely nick thinks like they both think they're not doing anything wrong like it's the other person's fault there's a lot of blame put on each other and they just yeah. like yeah they definitely just both feel like trapped and amy's just psycho so. <laughs> it's funny because I think like we are often like men are constantly saying oh that woman's crazy but in this case she she actually yeah is. oh and that's another thing when I was like first reading about because I chose this book and then I like wanted to read more about the author because I didn't know much of mm-hmm. her and yeah she said um in this interview she was talking about this book and just like why she wrote it and stuff. And it was based off another disappearance of a woman. And Mm -hmm. she said that in this, like for this book, the character like Amy is like seen as evil. And it's traditionally like the perception of women is like good characters and like, like the embodiment of like feminism and like women and stuff. And she described it as, quote the ability to have women who are bad characters oh yeah so that, i thought that was really interesting too it, i love a book with a like um a female antagonist mm-hmm. because it's it's somewhat unexpected yeah. especially if they're not like the typical angry woman mm-hmm. um <laughs> we have disney has like um a whole thing where they like you know women as the bad guys mm-hmm. um but often it's like oh the scorned woman or the the cheated woman um but sometimes she's just crazy yeah. which i think is the case yes. with amy especially in the end um, and it's an interesting book because the whole time you're like nick is the bad guy nick is you know mm-hmm. he's what a dirtbag yeah. but you're like oh oh wait no everybody is awful <laughs> exactly which is far more realistic (laughs) um were there any surprises for you while reading the book um definitely the switch of like the tones in the first Mm -hmm. and second like parts I think like how like she wrote it in the beginning it was harder to follow than the Mm. like the second part because the first part it kind of seemed like it was like the like Nick was talking about like more of the present while Amy was talking about like the past and like the reasons behind like she did what she did and like framing him but he was kind of mm-hmm. like stuck he was going through a lot cuz his like mom and his dad were sick and he was just stressed and Amy like thought it was like personal and so she kind of like thought he she he didn't love her anymore and like became like more manipulative over time and so he was just going through a lot but like she brought him to like a breaking point where he just like ended up like cheating on her and then like just spiraling down from that and so it was like harder to follow because it was all their different perspectives as well as like her diary 
which then yeah. played like a part in like the murder investigation. And because she wrote like a bunch of fake like diary things to make it seem like it was mm-hmm. him. <laughs> yeah. I think that's I think we specifically song. love <laughs> we love um when the the woman is like or I I love any book where, you know, there's some sort of complication. Mm-hmm. It's not like cut and dry and everyone has their own agenda and um, this sounds like it's kind of a meditation on relationships, yeah. <laughs> like, and not in a healthy way at all, except to tell you maybe what yeah. not to do. Um, but I, I remember thinking these characters seem, despite the fact that, you know, Amy is a psychopath, they seem very realistic in that, like, their relationship, its downfall is brought upon, is brought about mm-hmm. by both of them. Um, rarely do we see people who like go out and cheat just because they're like, eh, I was bored and I needed yeah. something fun to do. There's generally something that's like building up to exactly. that. Exactly. It's like they both, so they both, they got married and they lived in New York and then mm-hmm. they lost their jobs and they moved to Missouri, like his hometown. And, like he, mm-hmm. Amy hated that and like started to like yeah. get mad at him for it and like. Like, why did you do this? And so I think that, like, brought on a lot, too. And it's, like, who's, like, the bad guy? Like, obviously, Amy is, but, like, I don't know. It could be both. There's a lot There's a lot that goes into becoming mm-hmm. a bad guy. It's not just, like, she suddenly woke up and was, like, I'm going to fake yeah. my murder and blame it on yeah. my husband because he made me <laughs> move to Missouri. If everyone who had to move to Missouri did that, there'd be a, the murder rate in Missouri would be much higher. <laughs> exactly. Um, were there any moments where you disagreed with the decisions that the characters made? Um, like when she murdered her ex. <laughs> oh yeah. I think also. Wait, can I talk about the ending? Hmm. I don't know how much you want to reveal. Somebody might be listening and, and want to uh, okay. and want to read well, Gone Girl. It, I'll, I won't I won't expose it. In the ending, she makes okay. a decision that is like very okay. very manipulative that I disagree with a hundred percent. And I think mm-hmm. the decision was like like just as bad as murdering her ex. And I don't think she needed to do these things to like like prove herself and like prove herself to her husband like I think she's just making it she made it worse for them and she like brought on another thing that's just not helping it's hard to talk about it we have to go ahead without giving away too much you're like well she does this thing and it's like not a good thing but um (laughs) you're like oh did I give away too much no no I think it's just enough um she's a and it's a difficult question to answer because you're like well i disagree with everything that amy has yeah. ever done um and, and i like, also yeah, agree, yeah, I disagree that. with him cheating so <laughs> oh yeah so we're both wrong <laughs> it's it's interesting to read a book where you don't like no i really don't think i like one of them <laughs> yeah oh. and so, sometimes that happens i liked his lawyer okay there we go 
somebody he was really unlikable it was like yeah he was really honest it was didn't take any of his like crap good because if i remember correctly nick is kind of um manipulative Mm -hmm. uh like emotionally manipulative Mm -hmm. uh and he does that to everyone not just amy yes um did your opinion of the book change at all while reading it um i mean i thought that her husband killed her like i really Mm -hmm. in the first part like i really thought that i was gonna say that he did but it didn't like let me see um not really. I mean, I thought maybe it was going to be more, okay. like, mysterious, I guess you could say. Yeah. And I thought that the author was going to give away, like, more information, like, after you'd read the book. Mm-hmm. But I felt like sometimes I, like, didn't understand, like, what was happening or, like, I don't know. I felt like sometimes there could have been, like, more details provided. Yeah, but not really. I think my opinion. No, I thought it was a good book. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, cool, cool. Um, so this book often gets paired with or mixed up with The Girl on the Train, which is probably the book you should read next. What's that? Is that the same? Is it like all... the same thing? It's similar in that they're both kind of like these psychological thrillers. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I remember them. They came out probably within like a year of each other, um, and they were both hmm. very popular, and then made into movies. As they usually are <laughs> within the. I said as pardon? people usually do. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like oh, this was a sort of popular book <laughs> yeah. made into a not at all popular movie. <laughs> um, Sage, do you have a favorite book of all time? Um. Well, I think, you know, I'm not the biggest reader. <laughs> That's okay. But I didn't really, like, I haven't really read anything other than, like, school, for school. But yeah. I, like I said before, like, I really liked In Cold Blood. That is good. That was, like, it's okay, it's okay to like a book okay. from school. <laughs> then, yes. Yeah. In Cold Blood. Like, that was probably... Like, I was so interested reading that. Like, I was so intrigued. Like, every... I would, like, read ahead. <laughs> like, it was so good to me. Well, I mean, he has written know, other things, have- so we can uh, we can <laughs> get you going on that. I like Kapoor. Uh, and, hey, what better time to pick up reading No, you're right. right. <laughs> I should. Um, how would you describe your relationship with reading in three words? Three words? Three um, words. Lacking. Oh, lacking. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to be more interested in it. Like I want to be. I want to be like more driven. Okay. And that's not three words. Uh, <laughs> I'm thinking. I was thinking thriller yeah, might be one thriller. of the words. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So thriller driven. Well, now I'm 
and laughing <laughs> yeah is that what you yeah. said <laughs> yeah i mean but there's so much room for growth <laughs> you're right all right sage thank you so much for joining me today thank you and i will see you tomorrow yes. thank you <laughs> bye. all right bye, bye.